So I want to ask, do you feel like COVID, from looking at you now, look yeah. at what you're doing now, do you think COVID was a blessing or... or, or uh, Before you say that, we're going to take a quick pause. Okay. A quick pause because I, I want... both questions, but go ahead. Remember that question. Remember that question. So I want to do a quick pause because this is, this is going to be a two-part series because it's so good. I don't want the audience to to let this go and get this over their head. So mm. this is going to be a two-part series just for you, Corey. Okay. Because we haven't, I don't think we've done that. No, we've never done that. I don't, I don't think we've done that. So you're, you're the first to ever have this happen. So we're doing this a two-part series. Great. So we're going to go ahead and do a quick commercial break real quick. Welcome to Art Me Open Podcast, where discussions are open and judgment closed. Yes, Hosted sir. by me, Jay Mackin. Safety Andre. Coach Cherry. I'm just Jayco. And we are... All right, welcome to part two of this series. Um, I feel like uncertainty is is a good a good title for this series, uncertainty with Corey, because he talks about uncertainty and how he develops, and and we making this a two part series for you guys and for Corey because he's bringing out so much content, so much information that I felt like it would be selfish just to put pack it into one one episode. So, um, Corey, we we're discussing in the previous episode about COVID. How did you go through that process of COVID and what did you learn from it? No, no, no. That's not my question. No, it's, it's, it's two oh, questions. I got <laughs> No, no. I, I got y'all. Let me ask you. <laughs> yeah, I got y'all. He he's here he for part two. I got y'all. He's here for part two, so. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, All right, so part one, the transition. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I was experiencing heartbreak. You know, I put two years of my life into it, as we stated. So once the once I officially closed the door in June of 2020, I was unsure of what I could create next. What was my next best thing? Right? And then that doubt we talked about earlier, everything that I've learned and applied, like, is it even relevant to whatever my next thing is going to be? And, and fortunately, I had a mentor who... I was talking about like maybe rebranding, you know, because I'm studying, like I've been studying a lot about business. So it's not like I'm not prepared for these things mentally because I have ideas on how to pivot out of those situations, but I still have to go through the motions, right, as the person. Um, so that was that was interesting. It was very interesting, very interesting to have to close the doors and not know what my next thing was going to be. Now, COVID... What it did was it, it gave me an opportunity to relax because, yes, it was very overwhelming doing everything on my own. I had to become okay that I'm not going to be able to do everything on my own. As a business owner, that's extremely important. Extremely important. You know? That was right. a burning question. Always, always your question, though. That was it. That was just like, what's the perspective of COVID? Like, was, was it? Was and the it... thing about what COVID did, it just gave us our time back. In that time, all I did, all I did was study. I made the most of the opportunity, even though my work situation was not very stable. And you know what's interesting about what you said is the fact that. Your goal was to learn. Absolutely. And I feel like that's a thing that a lot of people don't take advantage of. They're so ready for the income. And I think that takes away the pressure. 
Because think about it. If you start a new business and you want to learn it and you want to figure if it if it could work, that alleviates, oh, man, I'm not making any money out of it. Fact. And it makes it so much easier. So the way that you your mind frame works is phenomenal. I have to give you kudos for that, bro, because that kind of opened up my mind like, yeah, man, why can't I just learn something? Figure if it can work yeah. and not put the whole money agenda to this to the side. Just put it away. Because right. that way you can actually learn. Because sometimes we go into this mindset, now I'm going to only go to doing this business to make the profits. And then when it doesn't work out, you go to up to an- another business. And that business, that first business you tried might have been that thing that really mm-hmm. fit you. But you were so concerned with the money, you left it. Nah, so that's, facts, that's good, man. I mean, what... Okay, I did an internship coming out of 20, 2020, bro. I killed it. I ain't going to cap. I, yeah, I think I we all kind of did too. Yeah. You feel me? I'm, I'm sure we... If if you are serious about what you want to do, you put the time in because that's all you had. Yeah, that's facts. You know? So, like, coming out of 2020 while learning and studying all these things about business, I did an internship with the principal consulting company called Eoni and Avia. Say that again, say that again. Uh, Eoni and Avia. Yeah, they have like a meme on how, how many, like bloopers videos of how many people say the name incorrectly. I practice <laughs> like crazy because I'm in one of those bloopers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Eoni and Avia, uh, principal consulting company. And, and what did the founders or the, the leaders at the time, over 40 plus years of business experience, yada, yada. And I was a part of their tight knit team. So what that did was expose me what they did was um, challenge me to the reality of what it takes to be a business owner. They would ask me questions like, well, what's your true intention for starting a business? Because if you're doing it for yourself, that's not, that's not enough. It's not enough. We, we actually spoke about that, though. Remember? Yeah. With yeah, Ray? Yeah. yeah With Barbara did. Ray? Yeah, we actually Look. spoke about that. Because one thing I learned is that when it comes to things that you want to do in life, as far as like purpose, your purpose has to be bigger than you. Like, it can't be about you because it's, it, things going to be easy for you to give up. Gotcha. When things get hard, if it's not about you, then you'll be like, I got people that's depending on this, Big the thing, the purpose right there. So I feel that, bro. Especially being like money hungry, like with... My first business, that's actually what really stopped me because I wasn't getting the money or I wasn't, mm-hmm. I was money hungry. You can say that because, yeah, money was actually definitely the purpose for what I had to do. But now, like, to be honest, I practice on people. I don't even charge them. Some people right. would charge to like, you know, for models. I don't charge that at all. Like, because I actually, for this time, like, I just want to learn. I want to get better at what I do. And that's why like, I had a question. So I'm like, okay, so... If a person is, if a person is just there for the money, even though they have the gift, does that mean like that's their true gift, or is it just, it's like is it just something where they feel like, okay, so I'm in this industry, so I need to make money, and it's going to make me money. So then, because some people mistake it, like some people mistake that though, like they mistake what they're doing is because like they mistake it for their passion, but it's like that's not your true passion. Me, I thought selling makeup was my passion. I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's my passion. Like, I'm going to do this forever. But I was in the wrong field. Mm. I wasn't supposed to be selling it. I was supposed to be doing it. Because when I started, 
Hold they on. were like, don't don't even do that. Drop a ball <laughs> no. real quick for Eve, real quick. Yo, like, <laughs> she said, say it again. She wasn't supposed to be selling. I was supposed, supposed to be, be selling. I was supposed to be doing the makeup. Oh, wow. But mind you, like, I wanted to do the makeup, but then I had naysayers. So I was like, you know what? Let me just sell it. It is what it is. So when I literally when I started. We were like, oh my gosh, you're so talented. Mind you, I heard about this, like, when I did my own makeup. Someone was like, oh my gosh, like, you're so talented. Who did your makeup? I'm like, what? What, what is she talking about? And it also goes back to what you say, like, when these, the, the, two, the two Caucasian men, they saw something in you that you probably didn't see. Mm-hmm. So um, when she said that, I was like, what? Like, she crazy. But then, like, because my makeup That's was not, because now that I know how to do my makeup, like, the way that I'm supposed to, I'm like, she was crazy. My makeup was looking like, like, nah. Like, I was like, no, 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 no. You was low-key an expert, yeah, huh? Yeah. You didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know it. And then when I started to dive into it, that's when I have, like, this mentor. She's a makeup artist. Shout out to Glenn by Helena. Like, shout that's out, my shout dog. Out, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my mentor right there. Um, she saw something in me. She was like, I was telling my sisters, like, oh, my gosh, this girl got something. And, like, she was like, it's crazy because you underestimate yourself. Mm. And imagine, like, imagine me just doing the makeup just because, mind you, doing makeup, you get bank. Like, you get money. Nah, facts. You can be breaded for You get money. Big bread. <laughs> that part. But also, too, like, I do feel guilty thinking, like, okay, like, I want to get better, too. Make money, but that's like part of the whole, like, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like with people nowadays, like Fonzo was saying, like, it's just money and then they just quit. And so I'm like, oh, we just need some more gems for these people that's listening because we have a lot of business owners out here, a lot. I mean, it it, it needs to, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, like for you, it could be about self esteem, it could be about giving, giving the what's the true ad, ad. What's, your, what's the true meaning of beauty? That that could be something you can define based on what you're doing. Um, and and it can, like I said, I, I think that's where I went wrong too, because you know I'm in the financial world and um, this man love money. And, and, <laughs> hey, money gets you right. I mean, yeah, it does. But like, money shape your life. It frustrates it really you. Does. One thing I realized 2020, I, I um what 2021. The reason why I had to step in and 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 tell myself now nah, you need to go to therapy is because. Um, like I will get money and lose it, but yeah. in the process of losing it, I become depressed. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, then it's like, what am I doing? Like I don't want to live like that, right? Like I don't want to like have a family where okay, I'm making, let's say I make a twenty thousand, right, on a week, and I lost ten thousand, and now I'm depressed. I can't give my wife the best of me. I can't give my kids the best of me because I lost ten thousand dollars. That's that can't be life. So, and so I was like, okay, the process, the the the, it's not about me. It's about the money. I'm mm. doing it for the money. That, right. I just had to be real with myself. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm really money doing do kind of buy happiness. I'm, I mean, no, because it's nah, like it, it kind of does. Let's nah, be let real. Me, let me put it this way. This it really is, does. This is the way I explain it. Because the phrase "money buying happiness" it can be a trigger. It can. So what money does? Money can afford you a higher quality of living. What happiness is more of a perception based on the individual. Mm -hmm. So what makes me happy could be walking on the beach, nothing to do with money. Mm -hmm. I can, if my friend has a car, yo, you want to take a trip to the beach? Let's do it. Low cost, right? I feel that. 
But if you have the money, now you could elevate that experience at the beach. We got a beach umbrella. But, but you know, I was thinking like when that, in that same note, like, like let's say I make 20000 and I lost yeah. ten. But let's say I lost ten, and I got ten. I give somebody five that didn't have that. That's where I find out. Okay, this is where I'm at right now. This is mm-hmm. where I need to be. This is where I need to grow. Yeah, this, I need to be a giver, and mm-hmm. that's when I find out this is my true passion. I like the idea of stepping in a room and shocking somebody that never expected that. Damn, yeah, that's what's up. I was gonna bless them, and I, I blessed them with yeah. no. No string attached. Yeah. And that's when I had to be like, okay, it's it's bigger than losing. It's about it's about giving, right? And that's where I find out that that's where I need to be because and even my therapist said that. My therapist said, You're such a giver. And mm. and um and she said, make sure I give with no purpose. That's yeah, real. You know mm. what I'm saying? Cause it's like, cause like if I give you something. And I and it's with a purpose that I'm expecting something right, back. Yeah, that expecting can be a long frame that I'm thinking, okay, when's Eve gonna pay me back? Like yeah. that's that's yeah, anxiety yeah. on itself. That's right. Mm-hmm. But if I bless you, not to care that you don't have to give it to me. Like you don't have to. Like I don't really care what you do. No, that's true. But it's like I did it because I know that my maker is looking at me. Is that's actually law. Me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I had to find my my truth and my my um where I stand because. Man, it's been a long time where I was just like, man, what's my talent? Like, I don't, like, I, I took a year to figure out what my talent is. And sometimes I still don't know, but it's like, I run back to like, bro, you a giver. Stick to that. You know what I'm saying? So, it's hard being a giver though that's, like that. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, I think like to answer your question about entrepreneurship, it, when it comes to building something and being paid for it, like entrepreneurship, everything is kind of blended together. and You're just kind of figuring it all out almost simultaneously, mm-hmm. right? So what I did is I, I was able to identify, okay, what skills do I have that could make me money, mm-hmm. right? And then I had to figure out, okay, how do I implement my passion or bring my passion into this, yeah. this system, right? And then I had to figure out, okay, what can I develop to set me apart? That would be the talent piece, right? Yeah, so, you have, again, the, the gift is hidden. Sure so, is. so, you have to, like, a part of the, I'm going to say the journey, because the process is more like A, B, C. The journey is like getting from A to B, from B to C, and then experiencing the benefits of all three, A, B, and C. So, since the, the, the gift is hidden in all of that, it's hidden in you, right? So, the challenge then becomes, okay, I still don't know what my gift is. How do I get close to that? Is this even associated with it? And that's all clumped into entrepreneurship. So I would say, if possible, maybe to take a moment, if you're a business owner, take a moment and really think about, okay, what are my talents that are getting me paid? Because I need to make money, right? What, what, what am I passionate about and how can I bring this to whatever I'm trying to create? If that's a business, if that's a product, et cetera. Um, and then you have to learn about business. Like you, you can't go into entrepreneurship on passion alone. You have to learn about business. You have to understand branding and, and how positioning works. So that way you can compete in the marketplace because your goal is to be a business owner who is happy 
or making a living doing what they love and maintaining yeah. and maintaining a healthy level of sanity and, and mental health. And that's that's a system. So you have to understand those personal parts, the knowledge of business, and then apply strategies for branding so that way you can expand the reach. Uh, I think we got a clear understanding of the business aspect. Let's talk about the relationship aspect. You are a married man. Jayco is not by himself today. Um, so where did this kind of cultivate in you? Like, how did that transition you and get you to that next level? Why did you decide? I know that's a loaded question, but let's talk about that aspect. And I'm going to say I'm a deep thinker and I, I, I conceptualize things. So I, I like to, if I think about it, I write it out because I got to see, I have to see an idea that I can build, Right. That's just my process. So when that's something I believe God, he just blessed me with that because me just trying to think about stuff all the time, I'll overthink and then I'm lost trying to figure out my train of thought. Like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to just write it out, uh, read it and then build it. But um, no, nah, generally this clutch for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> big facts. But um, so the, the, where this idea of marriage, right? Where this came from. So I was in, man, where was I? Couple years ago, <laughs> yeah, it was a <laughs> right? So I was. Women I was, good with dates now. So. Yeah, so you better be careful with that. Watch. Nah, um, so Valencia, I was dating a young lady, super awesome. Hope she's thriving. No bad blood. Um, but what uh, we were dating for about a couple years, and um, I just started to see where we weren't compatible. You know, like. I started to pay attention to things such as, okay, what is her relationship with her parents? You know, what, what, what are some of the goals and values that she has? Who are the people she is, who are the people influencing her? And how, how independent is she when they're not around? Right? So uh, on my world, I had a lot of, great support. You know what I mean? Um, I was learning. I was starting. I was getting into reading personal development books. I was getting into listening to more podcasts to build myself towards this person I need to be to actually achieve this vision that I have. Um, On her side, it wasn't necessarily the same. So as I started to realize this more and more as our relationship progressed, um, and there's a couple of things that happened in there that, you know, obviously ultimately influenced the decision for us to break apart. Um, but as I gradually matured into understanding, okay, we're not very compatible for the long run, more of the image of my wife started to come to me in dreams. Like I was like, well, and I'm dreaming about, okay, well, who am I compatible with? You know, what, what is the type of person I need to be with that's going to match my energy, that's going to be supportive in a way that, I can ask for support and they'll give it to me without even like knowing, you know what I mean? Like it's a natural chemistry there. So literally in my dreams, I started to see her face, just see her face, see her face, see her face. Wait, was this, was this after the breakup or this is during the phase of the breakup? Yeah, this was coming out of their relationship. Uh, So we, we, it was like an on and off type of situation. So like, obviously the more you break, you break up, make up, break up, make up, you know, obviously 
it's eventually going to come to a close. If there's a lot of effort being input to try to stabilize the relationship and it's not fruitful, then, you know, naturally things will digress. You know, I'm not a very forceful type of person. Um, but, yeah, so that was coming out of the relationship. And you started seeing an image of your wife. Yeah, legit. And how long of a, a gap was it from the time that you broke up to finding the next girlfriend that became your wife, correct? Am I yeah. correct? Or did you have... It was like, um, so me and my wife actually dated in middle school through like junior year in high school. So um, we already had relationships. So when we, wow. when we went our separate ways, we, you know, we're young. We had a lot of passion for each other, um, a lot of care, endearments towards each other and the families. Like we were very much together, right? Um, but when we went our separate ways, we agreed that if this thing happens again, it's going to be totally on fate and we're not going to question it. So after going through that other relationship that I mentioned for a couple years, she started popping back in my brain and this greater capacity, this better, this different version of her as I'm growing into a better person of me, um, it just made sense. And we wound up connecting again. Sparks was there. We explored them and now we're here, man. And how many, how many, it's been a, a year? Uh, we, it's been two years. Two years married with her? Yeah, we, we, date, we, we got married in, in August. August? Yeah, 2019. He's cheesing for those that are yeah. listening right now. He, he's cheesing right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Wait, so how old are you? I am 27. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not the only oldest in here. Nah, it Amen. Was, it was but awesome. um, so in regards to the relationship that you had um, versus the married one that you have, mm -hmm. it's completely different? It's more compatible? Yes. The compatibility is more precise to who I am, what I need, and where I'm going. You heard that? That's good. That's, that's a gym right there. Go ahead and put some clue bombs on there real quick. <laughs> that's, that's gyms right there. I, I want to say, in, in regards to knowing that she was your wife, because you said that at a point you guys dated and left, and I know you said you had the, the dreams about it, but what made it a definite, yes, I'm going to marry this one? Trust. And fate. Like I said, if we agreed, you know, all as painful as it was to when we broke up, like officially, she and I in middle in, in junior year of high school, um, it was fate. Like, yo, if this happens again, we're not gonna question it. So how that how that first kind of conversation happened when you she went to Valencia too, you went to Valencia? No, 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 no. So in um we went to different high schools. Um, she went to Cyprus. I went to Freedom. Senior year, right? You're talking about... Because you said junior year, you broke up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, the relationship. Oh, y'all still... We was we were long-distance relationships. Oh, yeah. so okay. We did not spend time together in school or anything like that. It was totally outside of school. So she went to university, Florida Gulf Coast. Shout out to Florida Gulf Coast. And Shout then out. I went the college route. Obviously, we talked about how my experience happened, you know? Yeah. And um, so we definitely completely went our separate ways. We didn't talk to each other for like four years, like completely off the map. And then we just wind up getting back together. Like family invited me to do something. She was there. and We tried to avoid each other. You know what I mean? Uh, she'd invite me to hang out with her because she's still my friend, you know, but we have history, you know, but... 
boundaries in place so it's not interfering with the current relationship I had at that time. You know what I mean? But all throughout the journey, like I'm learning, starting to notice feelings and then all of these other things started to happen. The dreams started coming as I was going through the exit phase of my, at that time, relationship. Yeah. So I'm going to say trust, man. It was trust. Sound, sound like a beautiful show. <laughs> but it's crazy, like we similar as far as that, like as far as like reconnecting with with a, um reconnecting with the old that uh, flame boy. Yeah, yeah. That, ha- that happened with, with you too, flame. right? Yeah, that, that happened with you too, Re- right? That fire, bro. Reconnect with the old flame. That flame. Mm-hmm. That fire with that flame. So uh, uh, we about to um wrap up in a minute, but okay. we definitely want to um ask you about um. The things you're doing now, okay, and uh, what COVID, uh, what what the idea that you got after COVID, mm. and, and the vision, and really also, man, what's in the future too? So hey, we bro. gotta talk about the future too. So yeah, like uh, for um, so we could talk about um, pretty much what was the process after COVID? Like, okay, what am I gonna do now? Okay, what was that process like? Okay, yeah. So in my meditation. I identified a few challenges. One, running a business can be very expensive, so I need to figure out how to make it not expensive. Right now, my overhead is as close to zero as it possibly can be, right? Um, And then I had to understand more of like, okay, what is it that I want to do? Because it wasn't about the music anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like, what, what do I want to do? I like to write. I also like to meet new people. And I like building relationships and creating experiences for other people to thrive in whatever they want to do. Right? And then, what is it? Um, those, those two things combined, it's like, okay, I want to teach people how to be confident. I'm the confidence guy. Because confidence applies So would you call it like a life element. coach thing? Well, I did get my life coaching um, certificate, but it's very easy to get a life life coaching certificate. I literally went on Udemy, got a 12-hour course, boom, I'm I'm a licensed, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a certified life coach. It's the truth, right? And all I, the reason for that is just to learn again, like, okay, is, is what I want to do, is it aligned with what I've been doing? You know, talking to people, et cetera. Um, and the answer was yes. You feel me? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the confidence guy. I'm going to teach people how to be confident and, you know, guide them to self-esteem for their success because confidence is literally applies to all aspects of life. All the and then why did you go to the course route? Like, why didn't you, why didn't you, why didn't you go? Okay, what's the difference between? Time. Um, I. I want to ask, like, okay, why did you go in the course route? Why not doing it face-to-face? I guess that's the question. Time. Time. Yeah, so yeah. it's like... So the thing about it, efficient. like, when it comes to, like, the, num- the numbers for business, right, there's time and then there's units. If it takes me an hour and 30 minutes to learn about someone's particular story and then try to help them out with limited professional experience, I'm not going to have a lot of credibility there. But with the results that I've been able to garner with the lives of others through my experience, Selfless Music Group, going through the mentorship thing, 
connecting and learning my skills and then still being able to seize great opportunities like the internship. All of this was based solely off of what I've been able to do in my intellect. So instead of trying to go one person, one person, one person, I created a course so I can sell multiple units, have this personalized that course to impact that student's, um, that student's life. And then I can multiply my reach just like that. So I'm saving time because it's digital. Somebody could click a button and they got access to my brain. So what's the course about? What's the name of it? Okay. Give, give the give the the, the audience a, a clear understanding of what you mean by a course. Okay, you did talk about confidence, but yeah. What is so it the um, and you could drop your website too. Got you. So this the most recent course I developed is called. <laughs> See, yo, Corey, you too much. <laughs> you said it's so chill. The most recent course. So how many courses is it? <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? How many? So how many courses you developed? I have two. I have two. And I'm working on, um, I, got a, I got a lot of different stuff. So I have two courses. Um, the process is, well, before I get into that, I want to encourage every new business owner to consider the investment of time that they're going to be, that they can actually put towards building the business. That could be learning. It could be marketing. It could be lead generation or engaging, Right. And then also consider what's called a minimum viable product. Develop a minimum viable product. What is a product or service that you can create that will be able to impact the community immediately? That is low cost. For me, that was a course. Okay? The first course I developed is called The Keys to Confidence. It's not going to be released for some time because based on my beta tests... Um, there's some things that I could do to enhance the experience of that course. So that one's coming out later. The current course is called the Ebb and Flow of Confidence, and that one's all about esteem. So there's three sections to it. Section one is really kind of building an idea of what esteem is, yeah, what esteem is, how is it influenced, you know, and then you thinking about, okay, what type of experience influences how you view yourself? And then section two is like an onion. So there's layer one. Layer two gets a little bit more deeper where now we're talking about the metrics of influence. So how attitude, behavior, and interest ultimately shape how people are remembered and their, their, the imprint they have on us as we progress through different relationships and experiences. An example of that, well, this podcast here is going to stay with me. You know, I'm going to remember all the, the, the jewels that you guys brought out of me, that yes, you guys sir. invited me yes, to come, sir. and that's going to keep me humble as I move forward off from this experience. Right? Yeah, I mean, um, it's definitely something that I, I, man, I'm so proud that you're doing because one of my boys, he's in Atlanta, he's telling me, like, he was talking to some um, um, some really rich people over there. Mm. He was telling him, he said that um, um, for me, I spend 90% of my money on education. Mm. That's true. No, that's right. 10% fun, take care of the family. 90% on courses, mm. life coaches, therapists. Mm. 90% of my money is there. Facts. Because he said that 90% give me 100% of profit back. 
Exactly. So are you really spending money? Nah, that's facts though. That's really facts. not. Yeah. You pay a course for twenty thousand dollars. Based on the things you learn, based on the things you that knowledge right. give you that burst to make forty, fifty thousand dollars. That's facts. That's the profit so when, margin yeah. and projections and stuff. Now but um one of the key things that I think I'm the most excited about in the course is layer three. Cause as you progress through the 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 layers, the sections, you're gonna land on section three, which is about designing your own support system. Now that is a sensitive topic because we oftentimes, myself included, we get hung up on who we think is supposed to support us. And that does more damage than good to our spirit and our motivation to continue building what we want. Yeah, I was reading that, that point. You said something about support. And can you find support through family? Is it, is it, is it, you is can it find support anywhere. It just depends on. But like, can the can quality. I expect support from family? I'm and, gonna say, and, and 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 if I don't receive it emotionally, is it okay for me to feel some type of way about it, or should I not let the it? challenge? Yeah. The challenge is, it, is the expectation. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the challenge because here's a good example right here. When me, me and my wife, right, when we started to reconnect, I was a part of the entrepreneurship venture, right the mentorship program. My sole focus was that. She didn't understand it and she was very skeptical about it. I did, And I did feel naturally some type of way because I would want my support to come from someone I care about. Yeah. That's what I desire. Yeah. But, my, but what I had to do was continue moving forward because this is what's feeding me. If you don't understand it, that's okay. You don't want to be an entrepreneur. Mm. Right there, that sets us apart. Dude, I, I right? struggle with that. Like that I struggle with that, that with, sets my, us with apart. my wife. Because it's like, when we was dating, first of all, her goal and dream was to date somebody that, you know, go to college, have right. MBAs and everything like that. I'm total opposite. <laughs> I, total opposite. I hate school. That's real. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Everybody knows that. Sure. Uh, and and when I was telling her my goals and dreams, she didn't get it. She was like, hold on, what? Like, yeah. you trying to do this? You trying to be in the stock market? You trying to what? You trying to yeah. do a podcast? Like, what's that? Like, right. she was confused. So, for her, for us to move forward, she stopped looking at what I do. She stopped looking at how passionate I was, I was when I did it. Right. So, I came home happy. Mm. She was like, you know what? The results. I don't really care what you do. But I care because it makes you happy. So it makes me happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how she moved forward with it. Mm-hmm. And I understand it. Still some feels some type of ways. Like, damn, like, at least ask me. And she, sometimes she's trying to ask me, like, what did you guys talk about in the podcast? Yeah. I'm like, you don't give a damn. No, but that's... But it's, like, it's still kind of yeah. like, hey, at least you're trying. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah. That's the, like, relationship element, though. It's finding out figuring out together how we can align and support each other and getting away from those expectations. So um, you don't have to really, like, understand what your partner's doing? No. I, I mean, I, no, no, I'm asking a question. Like, I'm not saying I'm just, under, not just I'm asking a no, question. No, I was going to answer it in, <laughs> that, oh, okay. in that way. Because, like, like, 
Um, no, just my question here because mm-hmm. okay, so let's say you have somebody like that's doing this part of something different, different thing, and then you're doing a different thing, and then it's like you don't ha- like. Do you have to be like, oh my gosh, like I like that, I like that that sound, I like how you-. like you don't have to do that as a no, okay, no. Nah, so sure. this is how it works in my relationship. Okay, my wife loves to read. She loves to read. She loves reading. Okay. That's... Whenever I create something like the course overview, I say, "Babe, would you mind reading this for me?" Mm. Okay. And she reads it, and then I was like, "Okay, what can I change?" Because she's also really good at writing. Wow. She is now supporting my business in a capacity that doesn't inconvenience her, and I'm now able to move forward with the added confidence that I have my wife support. Yeah. Yeah. That is That's that good. that may seem small. But it makes a huge difference because it's feeding into that desire. That's what I had to get into. I had to get in. My wife likes me love when I'm happy. Mm-hmm. So I had to tap in that. So I was like, you know what? Her wanting me to be happy is supportive. Exactly. So it's like a, a growth and understanding. In yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Running yeah. away from immature thoughts. Right. It's like... Yes, it's like that's the off relationship rip. when I piece. first came, I'm like, oh, she don't support me, man. I don't want that. I don't want it. Right. I don't want it. But it's like when you grow and you're like, no, no, no. She don't she don't get what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. we didn't raise the same, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't yeah. raise the same. And that's always that's always gonna be the case. I don't know if you I know you have it's always gonna be the case. <laughs> let me tell you how I look at it. Yeah. I look at it like this. And how you in your relationship? Yeah, like, your future wife. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Franzo, you very high. You and I know your wife is total. I said your wife. No, Ooh, that I is said your wife. That is. That is. Let's go. I know, <laughs> I know she's total, like opposite of you. Because mm-hmm. you're live on the show, and she's just like she's in the so corner quiet. somewhere. So how she's do she deal with that? You know, with you and supporting you and everything. I mean, it could be that, man. Just being able to be calm with somebody. Yeah. Now, I'm not answering for you. Go no, ahead. no, no. You're totally right. I, I look at it like this. Um, <laughs> I put it in two, two buckets. Mm. The first bucket is they have a permission to say something about what you're doing if it's detrimental to the relationship itself. For example, if Corey, God forbid, becomes a drug dealer. Right. And he's passionate about selling drugs. <laughs> God passionate. forbid. Again. Nice. That's detrimental to the relationship. Mm-hmm. So they have a, a say in that. But if it's not, they, if it's feeding you already and it's not detrimental to the relationship, they don't have to support you. But it would be beneficial if it tied in all together. Mm-hmm. So it's good that you have wisdom to figure out what she likes in that aspect of your passion. So that's the first bucket, okay. if it's detrimental. The, the second thing is they're not required to, mm. to support you. And let me tell you why I mean by that. Like, like let's, let's start with family first. Right. Family, you're born in. Mm. You're born in it. So they didn't sign a paper to support you being an entrepreneur. Facts. So they don't Facts. have to buy your shirt. They're family. It's not, it's not a business contract. So they don't have to support you. So that's how I look at it in that sense. But in that with, capacity. Exactly. Right. So with, with my relationship, I understand my energy level towards her. So like when I come into the house with her family, I don't bring that level of exhorting of like being out there. Mm-hmm. I'm real conservative at that point because I understand the environment. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like out and I understand where I'm at, then I bring it up. But there's some times where I clash. I'm, na- I'm naturally outgoing. Yeah, so yeah, sometimes yeah. She, she has to check me. <laughs> yeah. she, she has, sometimes she has to check Hilarious. me. Hey, you're too loud. 
And for me, I'm like, what you, what you mean? And, and it happened. Trust me, bro. It happened when we went at our um, other location where we was at. Mm. And the um, um, Fuego, he was like, bro, you're too loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean? It's, that's yeah, how yeah, I am. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah. When, when someone I says I'm you. too loud, bro, I feel like you shutting me down. Trigger. So I'm like, she said that. She said that. yeah, my Wait, girl said he, that. He said as in like, like how? Like, like I'm energy. Like my energy is way. I'm, he's he's so right hype. in front of me. I'm so like. And he's like, bro, you too loud. Like, slow down. Like, oh, dang. So, like, she said the same thing. That's how, the people how, skills, man. How she feel. I mean, how you feel when she said that? I feel like, why are you telling me this? Like, mm. this is me. Like, I'm naturally like that. But, like, in the sense when she tells me this, she talks to me. Right. She explains, like, you're really loud. Like, you got to tone yourself down a little bit. You don't have to be that loud. So I'll just be like, okay, I understand. Like, I understand where you're coming from because that could be a level of resentment that can grow facts. if you don't have that conversation. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And facts. that can that's start facts. a division between such and such. And that's why communication is key. But there's an art to communicating, though. It's an art there. Yeah, it have to be an understanding. Yeah. So um, we're reaching the point. I mean, I don't know if you guys... Drop the website. Oh, oh. Oh, my website is uh, C... N E R Y G U I T Y dot com. It's my first initial and my last name. So it's my website. Yeah, so C Nirigwiti dot com. When we drop it to um on the podcast, make sure you Yeah, we'll tag it. Yeah. Okay. All right, so last question. Um after all our interviews, (laughs) we wanna ask the big question. Okay. Which is we we want to see the numbers. We want to know the numbers, the Time future. Yeah. Like we want to know how much <laughs> Everything. you think, how much you gonna put the put the course in. We want to make sure your, what's gonna be your net worth five years from now. Lit. Like we want to, cause I want to get to a point where like ten years from now you go back, you listen to it, mm. like damn, that's where I was. At, you know what I'm saying it's kind of like I was listening to a podcast like that the other yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. My so, first one, I was like, yo, I came far from that. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so in the five year span. What do you want to accomplish? Give me the numbers. Tough. Give me the numbers. Give me the quotas. Everything. Just let mm. it out. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. I ain't going to cap. Come on, man. Let's go. Let's go. It's out of the open. Let's go. All <laughs> right. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> I'd say my goal within the next five years is to revenue, right? No, sorry. Profit. Uh, 70K or more per year. Starting with Next year, I'm gonna put my all in. I'm gonna try my best to reach that goal. That's close to a hundred. Um, yeah, six figures. Yeah, it's not like when you look at the numbers, it's not hard to do. It's just the effort that goes into creating. Yeah, that's facts. That's the facts. effort. But um, I guess that's that's one piece. Um, I definitely want to be able to get back into sponsoring artists or businesses in this particular venture, Champion Circle Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to get back into sponsoring other businesses. Well, you got me here, so. <laughs> but that's that's that's, that's, that's contingent on the revenue, right? Um, and if we're coming even closer, is um, I want to like do my first speaking engagement next year. Hey, I feel nice. that. Put yeah. in fluish. Yeah. Not everything you speaking here is gonna come to light. That's all. That's no, what hey, I hey, believe. Just, just like um, that one, that one uh, guest that we had is this Scott? Yeah. Oh yeah. He said everything. He said a whole lot of things. Man, that's coming to fluish. That's hot. I don't know what happened, but I don't know what happened. Um, what's up with all mics? But they blessed. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So blessed, after blessed. that, and uh, what else? 
I don't know, man. Um, have kids within the next two years. That's the goal. You know, it's really just about alignment and then just kind of like honing in on my direction and how I want to impact the world. Sure. You feel me? Um, I'm not, I, I've learned when I was managing Selfless Music Group, like not to project farther than my workload. Like if I have an aspiration to make a million dollars, if I don't have the time to input to create a million dollars, then I'm not going to set that goal right now. So that's that's my approach. So right now, you know, next year, which is tangible, is to, you know, go hard and generate revenue for my business, whether it's 70K or 30K. I'm generating revenue for my company, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To become, make more of an impact in the community, whether with click or however capacity it comes to be. Um, and uh, and just be just be more happy and more at peace, man. I love that. I love that. Go, bro. I love um, I love the fact that because cause while you were talking and you were mentioning the what you want to be as far as like profit each year, you mentioned seventy k right each mm. year. I was like, this guy being too humble because I know you can do more than that. <laughs> but once you once you mention as far as like you don't want to put too much on like you don't want to set a, a goal where you don't reach it right. and I was like yeah that's no that, that right that's, a, that's a gym right there I feel like that you should have dropped a bomb <laughs> because some people don't some people like I'm gonna get a mansion next year and but it's like okay you're gonna get a mansion next year then but you're sleeping in bed like mm. like I guess like be realistic about you know yourself too before you set that goal. Right. So drop that bomb right there. What's up? What's up? What's up? Mm, Les Brown hit me real quick. <laughs> so a, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't like being realistic. These, I don't think entrepreneurs yeah. are designed to be realistic. Yeah. But, but hold on, wait. Let me let me let me drop my little quote real quick from Les Brown. Because mm. if you Brown. if you Go. if you aim if you aim for the moon right, or actually if you aim for the stars, you you may land on the moon. Facts. So I don't think we should like lower our expectation based on how we feel in the present moment. Like, Capacity. if you say, if you feel like you're going to make 70K and you hit 30K, that's good. That's plus for you. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people, they feel like, I'm going to just set this standard. But you know you can do way more than that. You know you could aim way higher than that. It's not like um, life is going to hit you with something that you can't overcome if you have that mindset. Facts. So, I think, I think we could do way more than that, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I feel it. Like you said, you being humble about it. I know you could probably do way more than that, bro. I believe no, so like, that you can. Here's but like, that is tangible, though. Here's the here's the um the purpose. Seventy at seventy k, I'm not working a job anymore. That's facts. That's the goal. You feel me? If I'm at if I make thirty k, okay, I might still have to work, but I know how to make thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's facts. While impact while making a difference in people's life. That's what's important. When it comes to you wanting to be an entrepreneur, it's the impact you want to make, mm-hmm. right? So that that's a strategic goal, which is something that I talk to entrepreneurs about in my consultations. It's like, what are your strategic goals that's going to set you up for the next milestone? For sure, bro, because... There's, there's growth in there. There's maturity that needs to happen. There's self-reflection. There's relationship management. There's the element of understanding and learning business. And then there's the time. And then there's the, the there's a, it's a full, like we said, there's a whole slew of things that goes into becoming an entrepreneur. 
Drop your handle, bro. Besides your website, how how else can they get in contact with you? Instagram, Facebook, what is it? Google, fam. Corey, Neary, and Google him. He's talking TikTok. Facts. Google him. I'm so serious, though. But I mean, immediately just DM. Instagram is CCI, period, N E R Y. CCI Neary. Well, man. I was Definitely gonna. Appreciate. I was. I was gonna ask something, but what's I don't up, wanna, man? I mean, I, what's up, bro? Time's since, up. Since, I'm since, <laughs> since, since, Time's up. That's why. Since we are in the inside of the click house, yeah. I, I want. I, I want to know how you met them because God, okay. God putting them into our lives Fair. to the point where the podcast is here now. Mm. That's 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 something big, Fair. and as. You are a guest in the podcast, and you you also are part of the, of click. the click house. Yeah. So I just want to just dive in real quick. Don't say a lot. You know, okay. just just at least like 10, 10 20 seconds. Okay. You feel me? So I'm really big on. Uh, I keep saying community, community, community. Right. So there's an element of business and branding called social responsibility, and that literally is focused on how are you making a difference in your community. Um. So I attended the first interest meeting for Click for Boys, um, which is the program I'm a part of, in April, and just kind of been going through since that point, man. I really believe in the vision of uh, mentorship, especially for the youth, because when I was a youth and I had mentors in my life, they really, really helped me become or shaped my mindset and my values as I became a young man that I am today. You know, big shout out to my mom though. She did all work. <laughs> big, big, big shout out, man. A big fan. All right, so, uh, man. Yeah, man. Big things. So coming, appreciate man. it that you came through. You stepping uh, out of the open, man. You know, drop some gems. And um, honestly, man, I'm just proud of you where you come from. And I just know big things coming for you. And uh, yeah, man. I'm just uh, let's let's clap it up, man. Clap it up, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. All right, just one more gym. Just one more. You got me? I can do that with you. Now go ahead, bro. All right, so this is the final one for y'all. Look. Make it pop. The three things that we need to master to be successful in anything. Right? Time, attention, and intention. You can't, so you can't just do that and not do an explanation, but we're going to leave it. Damn. <laughs> Dang. I like that. Those facts. You got research. <laughs> Big facts, man. Let's go. And that's time. Yeah. Attention and intention. All right, as you can see, discussions was open and judgment was closed. Make sure you check us out in the next episode. And make sure to like, comment, and subscribe.